It's Corey at Blue Plate, 3218 Mission Street. Come see us. Meatloaf, fried chicken, deviled eggs, Dollar Olympia beers. We're here every day of the week. We got a garden and we got smiles on our faces. Come let us make you happy. What's up? It's your boy, Theodis Beasley, and you listening to Talking Schmidt. Hey, 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 Schmidt. I'm already not watching. It's cool, like tonight is the night. Damn, this is like the coolest thing I'm ever gonna do. I wouldn't say it was fun. What do you mean, bro? Christian Fletcher's younger brother. Fuck the Dodgers. Oh, big dog's in. What do you think, Colin? John, Schmidt, Talking Schmidt. Alpha macaroni. Most of these guys, their opinion don't matter. Talking Schmidt, right? It's skateboarding. I remember that. Talking Schmidt. What are Yuns doing? Holy shit. Skateboarding homies. No, Schmidt, you can't jump in. Yes, we are. What is happening? Wi-Fi check one, Wi-Fi check two. Hell yeah, everybody check this out. Uh, Been running around, getting new computers set up, all kinds of crazy shit. And today I got a blessing for everybody. We got the homie. I've known this guy for, I was trying to figure it out, but I think it's close to 15 years or something. This is Theotis Beasley, everybody. How you living, Theotis? Man, I'm good, bro. I'm like ducked off at the crib. It's it's Sunday. I was Monday. Everybody out uh, for the June, Juneteenth thing. Um, They got something going on in Lamert Park. So I'm just laying low today. Almost went, but I know it's going to be overcrowded. So I was like, yeah, let me just chill today. Okay. Yeah, Um, man. I wanted to uh, get back to like the very beginning with you and hear your story because I'm pretty sure you grew up around Hawthorne Park, right? Yep, correct. Mm-hmm. And so, what was it like? You like, how did you get into skateboarding? Living down there, like, did did you have a friend or an older sibling, or how did you get into skateboarding? Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm from Inglewood, California, but I grew up skating in Hawthorne. And a little bit of Inglewood, but grew up skating the Hawthorne. Uh, I was probably like 12 at the time, 12, 13. No, no, I was like 15 around that time, 15, 16 when I was skating at the Dirty. But anyway, um, my cousin, it was a family get-together at his crib, and we are about to leave. He was like, yo, come outside. I want to show you something. So he, he always had a blind skateboard. That was like his favorite skateboard brand. I don't know. I mean, blind was the shit back then. For sure. So it makes sense, but that's all he had. I never really got to ask him um, if he had any favorite skateboarders. But so we leave and it's dark. So bro kick flips off the curve. I'm like, how the fuck did he do that? Because I don't think I could. Uh, no, I couldn't kick. No, I didn't even skate at the time. So it was just like, damn, how did Andy landed it? So it's like off the curve. So I'm like, damn, it was people always ask this today. Like, how do it stay under your feet? But it's all timing. Like once eventually you get it, you'll know it's timing. So I was like, damn, like, did you clue? your feet to the board or something. Cause like, how did the board stay with you? So, um, ever since, ever since that day, he gave me a blind skateboard, uh, just, uh, the board and grip tape. And I went to go find the trucks and wheels at my boy's uh, shop in Hartthorne called JJ skateboards and threads that, uh, is no longer there. And, um, skate park was down the street. So grew up skating there. Uh, I was super young. So I'll be the kid asking like questions, like from the ledge, just watching. And then, 
um, end up going out with the homies, like my boy Gario Esquivius, uh, the, and Furby's from Hardthorn. Shout out Furby and Louis Lopez from Hardthorn. Oh, so, yeah. um, we got a good, yeah, good squad and Antoine Starcoin coming up there. But that day, um, so like a couple, like two years go by, I'm trying to knowledge heel off this big three. And then the Baker dudes come by, like everybody's sitting down, but I'm so locked in for like two hours trying to knowledge heel off this big three, just sticking it. But the impact was just getting the best of me, couldn't roll away. So everybody else sat down. It makes sense. If I wasn't skating, the boss is here. <laughs> you have the boss pull up. That's one one that's that's uh that's a special moment. Who else came? I think Braden was there, the homie Flip, Nasty. Um yeah, and I can't remember who else was there, but it was a couple of dudes there. And I finally got to, I finally finally landed. Drew walked over. I mean skate over and said, Yo, can I check that out? The homie uh Calvin was filming. He was like, Yeah, let me see that. So he showed Drew, he was like, Yo, before you leave, I want to get your info in the parking lot. And I'm like, what? Like, is this what I think it is? Like, yeah, so I was shy. So I'm like, damn, like, this is, like, unreal. He's like, yeah, I'm going to hit you up. So I, it's so crazy because a little bit after that, I ended up moving um, from Inglewood where I stayed. No, no, from, no, I was in Lawndale at the time. No, no, I was in Inglewood. And then I ended up moving to Lawndale. So I happened to go in a skate shop over there, and it was like, yo, Andrew Reynolds came in here looking for you. I'm like, what? Like, it meant the world to me because he went out his way to, like, come look for me. Like, he didn't have to do that. So that meant everything to me. So it's just like every time I tell him a story, like, I get teary-eyed. So I got uh-huh. the number. I called him. It's like, yeah, bro, we've been looking for you. We're working on Baker 3. Want you to have some tricks in it. And we didn't have that much time, like, probably three or four months. So me and the homie, uh, Rami Issa, we got what we could get. And we just shared a part. And then everybody like, who is this? Who is these two kids? And it opened up the doors for us, obviously. So you kind of came out in uh, Baker Three as kind of like the new Baker kid. Yep. Yeah. So when Baker Three came out, when was that? Like two thousand, like five or six. Yeah, probably one of those. Yeah, five or six for sure. And um, yeah, I mean Baker's been a shit. Always will be. So people are like, damn, who is that? Like two new little kids. Two new kids, so people want to obviously tune in. So, um, just over the years, it it's just it's been great from there and seeing did, some in. At that stage in your life, did you already know who Andrew Reynolds was? Did you like? Were you looking through mags and looking at videos? Did you know a lot of who skaters were at that time? Yeah, you know what? Like around that time when I was trying to Nala Hill flip, I kind of knew who everybody was. Okay. Um, except for the homie Flip, he was like Flip for Baker, but I'm like, obviously like one of the close homies if he around him. But like, yeah. So like, I feel like Dustin was there too. I think I think Dustin was there too. And uh, yeah, I knew who Andrenas was, but it was like I was so locked in that I want to land this trick. So I was trying to before they got there. And that was the goal for the day. I think we was trying to film for a sponsor me tape, but we're doing tricks in the skate park and a little bit of stuff in the streets. But uh-huh. yeah, definitely knew who that was for sure at the time. That's why when he was like, yo, come to the car. And I was like to the parking lot. And he wrote down my inf- my address and my number. So yeah, I definitely knew. Okay. And what do you remember? Knew who that was. Do you remember the first time you got to go on a trip with the crew? Um, Dang, yeah, we went to so many. What was the first trip? I mean, 
were you going on trips as a little kid? Like right when you got on, did you did you start like go traveling? Um, you know what? I had homeschool. While I was going to regular school, my my um sister was like, "All right, well, you got to give me a diploma. If you give me a diploma, you could go on trips." And I'm like, "Damn." All right, so I had a goal to reach if I wanted to make this happen because my mom moved to Alabama, but she lives out here now. But my oldest is like, yeah, I'm taking, I'm bringing you on in, my daughter. Like, I don't have to be taking care of you. I was like, yeah, I know. She was like, just do that for me, and you could go do what you did, do what you want to do with skating. I did that, but I feel like maybe the first trip was like an Altamont trip. Oh. No, that can't be because I was getting crew flow at the time baker so damn that's a good thing it's been so many years i wonder what was the first baker trip to be honest okay. that they took it from. do you had you been on an airplane yet um around that time um you know what it might have been just like in the van like somewhere local to go like uh-huh. a couple hours out. i don't think i even like got on a flight uh around that time i don't think do you remember getting on a plane for your first time like flying somewhere yeah, you know what? Um, yeah, it was like an East Coast trip, and I do remember that. Uh, we had like Shane Hill. We had like everybody. It was like a Baker as a Deathless trip, but we oh. were going different places. So obviously, we flew there and we drove the van to different cities, which is the best thing ever. It's like skating so changed so much, but you don't really do that as much no more. Some people still do ever since COVID, but yeah, it was something like that. We just went to city to city, and it was just it was dope. All the shops, all the kids were cool doing the demos signings i miss those days that's like the heyday too that's like when shit's blowing up everywhere you show up there's like lines of people and like you know like people were ready for you guys to get there oh they yeah they going crazy i'm talking about like for the homies that would smoke weed they like giving out free weed to the homies (laughs) on the thing i'm like they got this the 12 packs ready 24 packs um they just ready it's crazy like I've seen some crazy stuff like on some trips. Like, I mean, shit, they love us. They Baker fans, so they be they be nuts. Like, now nah, I ain't talking about drugs and them, but it's just like they will like shit. They, we talking we talking Smith on here, so we can do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about, like they will let you like if they girl was like fanning, they'll let you like get a <laughs> get at their girl and it's like, yo, bro, don't go too far. I know you're a fan. <laughs> Don't let the homies try to take your girl now. Come on, dog. You got to be a little bit more secure with that. The uh, homies might get her. Don't. <laughs> everything else, they'll smoke a, smoke a joint with you or, or sip a beer or something. But like, don't give up your girl, dog. Yeah. Come on. Come on don't do can. it. Don't do it, man. Don't do it, please. Oh, oh my God. And I'm young, so that and I and I was of age, but I was still young. I'm like, damn, I knew better. I'm like, yo, I can't do that. Can't give up your girl. No. Yeah, yeah, man. So it was crazy. That was like one thing that always stood out. Like people would be down and like just give their girl up for the night. <laughs> Damn. Like, just... yeah. <laughs> yes. What's uh some of the early stuff that you remember seeing? Like maybe filming for a video part or going to demos or something. Is there anything that sticks out that you're like, dude, I was there when fucking I don't know. Reco fucking back 360 to triple set or something that you were just like, holy fuck. Like, you know, like early on seeing some high level skateboarding. You know what? Um, all, all, um, the Wilshire 15. You were there? Sessions. Yeah. A lot of the Jim Greco ones, like him going there, like super late. 
like security, like offering them a couple hundred bucks to skate. If I was security, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> I had that to my check. I'll take it. But they're like, nah, y'all got to leave. Or sometimes they're like, all right, you got 15 minutes, but you might get it depending on how you're feeling that day. And just the one thing that does stand out that I would never forget. And I'm so glad to see bro again. Um, but just to, uh, I was there for the hill flip, the Wilshire 15. Oh, damn. Yeah. Antoine. How he like came so close to the rail, it almost looked like he was about to like yeah land on top of it. But yeah, that was a special moment. Um, what else? Uh, dang, I've been there for so many things. Um, what else? Eric Ellenson sessions. I just it's just so many tricks that I can't even think of that it's been so long. And right. I should know, but I definitely remember the hill flip. I was there because okay. we were just like, yeah, we're too young to be skating. That that was a little bit too big for us to be skating at that time. So we yeah. skated the team here, Rami. Yeah, oh, but yeah, man. that stands out. The hill flip was just, yeah, it's crazy. So then, did, you went to Phoenix Am, right? Uh huh. Okay. Did that kind of help, per, like? getting some contests. I remember you would go to some of the contests, maybe do tour or some of those ones. Did that stuff yeah. kind of help you like get out there more? And then like other sponsors come in, like how does the Nike sponsors show up? And, and then like some of your drink, like you started getting boom, like, boom, yeah, boom. That, yeah. It was crazy. Left to right. Yeah. Um, definitely skating, um, Cowtown skating, um, the Phoenix Sam for sure. That definitely helped. I was out there a couple of times. But I mm -hmm. feel like more, most importantly, that helped a lot was like skating, um, skating, um, Tampan because you all, we all in a warehouse. Shout out oh, to yeah. the Tampa homies, the border homies. Yeah. Yeah. So like everybody could see one trick because Phoenix Am, you outside, so you might miss something. It's so big, but Tampa, everybody locked in. Like, yeah. They, you're on the mic, they're on the mic. So like everybody could see you dropping in, doing your thing. So that definitely opened the doors. And I just remember, America flew me down there. And then I remember and you remember Andy Henry? Oh yeah. Yeah, shout out Andy. Shout out Big Bro. Um he's living he, in uh, San Francisco now. Oh yeah, he, is, he yeah, is. He's here, yeah. Okay, dope. Shout I mean, I love that dude. Um, so he took care of me like early Nike days. Obviously, the reason why I got on Nike is shout out Hunter. Oh. Um yeah, Hunter's the reason. Hunter's and, the homie. Yep. Yep, exactly. Fucking right. One of a kind. <laughs> Rare individual. Shout out Hunter. Yep. So, um, remember, America flew me down to Tampa Am, and Andy, Nike was interested. Andy then was like, yo, put these on, like, skate around, like, while you practice. And I'm like, ah, like, I can't, like, America flew me out here. So they obviously knew who Jeff Henderson was. So they gave him the shoes like, yo, we got some shoes for Theo. So they were kind of confused. Like, huh? Like, what is this about? So when we, when I got done practicing, we was going back to the hotel. They was like, yo, what's up with this Nike situation? I'm like, they seem interested. And I'm like, they was like, all right, well, that's dope. Like, we ain't gonna tell you not to do it, but um, we won't be able to do what they, it's offering, that's for sure. And I'm like, yeah. And at the time, they it wasn't really like a, they didn't. They didn't have like a position like, for, to get me on the team, America, and I wasn't tripping. But I was like, "Yo, that's good to know." And Nike was ready to go, so it's like I got back home and I was still in America, but I was trying the shoes. They gave me two pair. I tried them, and I remember getting a, a, a steel one. I like switch front heel this ten, 
at uh, Maricosta. And I'm like, damn, these Nikes is kind of fire. Like, they got the good impact. They look dope, of course. And a little bit after that, a couple months, I'm like, called America. I was like, yeah, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this Nike thing. And I was like, yeah, like, we ain't going to tell you not. Like, you got a life to live. Go ahead. I think that's great for you. So um, just because they can't do too much, but they can always give me shoes. But America can not really, like, put me on a team or do anything. So I was like, yeah, for sure. And I got on Nike kind of fast. Hunter called me. And I used to always have a, a problem when somebody would be like talking about like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And people used to ask, like, not even just skater homies, they'll be like, bro, are you even listening? I'm like, yeah, I'm hearing everything you're doing, saying. But they're like, bro, like you can't. Um, and then they'll ask me what they'll ask me what they told me. I'm like, bro, I told you I'm listening. It just was a habit. <laughs> I used to always like, bro, I'm like, I used to always like pray, like, yo, can I stop saying uh-huh, uh-huh? And it just one day went away. But Hunter called me. I'm at home, it's like, yo, I want to send you up to Portland. I want you to shoot an ad. Um, you and Matt Beach, shout straight away. We got on at the same time. Shout out my brother Matt Beach. Yeah. And it was like, it was quick. We went to Portland. Like, I, he hung up, and I'm like, damn, did he just say he want to shoot an ad? Because that was like the uh-huh stages. I'm like, I'm like, damn, so what did he really say? I'm like, that's what I think he said. Sure enough, we went to SAC. Tried big killing that triple set out there. Um, was coming close, was catching it, but I don't know if I stuck one or not. I can't remember, but then I, we went to that green reel on both sides that everybody skate. Um, yeah. Miles Hill was everybody. And I kickflipped over it for the shoe called the Veloce, and people thought that was like my signature shoe because it came in three colors. But at the time, the shoes didn't really last long because they didn't sell well. But at the time, I didn't even know Stefan kickflipped over that way back in the day, so we had like a I think he had an ad kickflip in the back in the day, so it's kind of funny. But that still happened to be my introducing ad. Um, uh, but yeah, so me and Stefan, yeah, so that was crazy. Um, and then ever since there, it was just like it, it took a while because Drew, Drew Neckface and Beagle was on Hunter twenty four seven. But Hunter was so busy, like, "Yo, what's up? Like, we got a new skater on Baker. Like, he's trying to get some Nikes, this and that." You know, it's so hard to get a hold of Hunter, and we finally got a hold of him and took a couple of months. But Drew Beagle, Drew Beagle and uh, Neck was on Hunter, and they made it happen. Damn, stop. Yeah, they was on them 24-7 every other week. So did you get on Nike before you went pro? Yep, I was on Nike before I went pro for sure, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. what, what was the scenario when you went pro? Was it a surprise? Like, I know they've done some of those ones where it's like a video premiere and then all of a sudden the boards yeah. come out. And what, exactly. what, what, what was that for you? Yeah. You know what? We was filming with Chris Wade, the Not Another Transworld video. Um, one of my favorite Transworld. It's a lot of them. But yeah, not just because I'm in it, but that was a good video. Good squad. Like, got to travel with them and game with Chris Ray is always fun. Uh-huh. Um, so we had the premiere, and I get there. It's Shake John Towers that said Theodos is pro as fuck. And I'm walking around like I got teary eyes. I'm kind of like in tears because I'm like, damn, is this what it is? Like, you don't see no skateboards. I'm like, damn, like, this is weird. Like, why everybody got yellow towels on their they table with Theodos is pro as fuck? So I'm like, what the hell? So, and then later d- throughout the day, I'm like at the, the table. So one of the homies come up, forgot who. They was like, yo, you're going to do a speech tonight. And I'm like, what? I don't even know nothing about a speech. Like, what am I supposed to be saying? Like, why am I doing a damn speech? I don't know what the <laughs> fuck going on. So I, I got up there. Really didn't have to give a speech. It's just like be on stage and 
Um, maybe I did give a speech. I don't remember. And it was just a lot of people because all they all your homies in one room, but everybody's staring at you. I don't right. know if I did a speech. Um, because I, I don't know what I would be saying, so I don't think so. And then somebody came out, can't remember, and then boom, a couple seconds later, Drew comes out, everybody come out with the board. Um, then my they called my family on stage and they had my name. It was crazy. So it was just oh. I, it was a little bit before the premiere started. Uh, okay. They came out with my boards with my name on it. Um, obviously, when you go pro, you get your name and then you get a graphic board. Um, yeah, so it was crazy. It just broke down in tears. All the homies took home boards. I didn't even get to take one. I had two, but the homies robbed me, so I went home with no board. But then <laughs> I, had to, I didn't get to take one on. But, but yeah, that was a special night. It was crazy. It was just so much love. Yeah, bro, it was weird. It was like, damn. This is yeah. really what it was. Once I first walked, yeah, sing towels. I was already in tears because I didn't know. Like it, back then, they would surprise you. Now they'll kind of tell you, like you're going pro. Like now, it's not really so much. Those are the good days where you would be surprised. I'd rather get a surprise than get told. Like on yeah. the work card and like yo, this you deserve this. Here we go with you out without you knowing. So that's the best reward. Yeah, and you got your peers there kind of just like giving it the stamp of approval, right? Like you see like the other dudes and they're like, yeah, and you're like, okay, it's a family. Like this is, it's more right. than, it's more than just getting a board. It's like becoming like a significant part of this group, you know, like yep. going from am to pro with the Baker boys or whatever. Right, you got your whole family in the building. So it's like a very special moment. Of course, it's going to be sentimental. Because you got oh, yeah. your family, your mom looking at you, your, your close homies. And I don't even know if they knew. I'm pretty sure they know mm. um, that was going pro. So they like, what the hell? Like, this is like, damn, the transition from this Amtown to that is like, damn, it's finally here. Yeah. So, yeah, big night, man. And then does that put, do you, are you the type of person that puts extra pressure on yourself or do you go more with the flow? Like, now that you're pro, do you have like higher expectations? Are you like, fuck, now I got to film like an even better video, like all the things that come with being pro or was it just like another step, you know, of walking and it wasn't that big of a deal for you? Oh, good question. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm always the go with the flow type of person for sure. But yeah, yeah it definitely. I don't put a lot of weight on myself because then you'll go crazy. Right. You start thinking, oh, okay. So I just like, yeah, go with the flow. And then it's like more like, yeah, definitely put pressure on you because, I mean, you should always want, if you put out a video part, the goal is to top the next one, top that one, show progression because people don't want to see the same tricks. You got to be out there practicing the skate park or in the streets where you, you take, you learn some in the skate park, take it to the streets while you still got it yeah. before you lose that trick. At least you, you learned it, you took it to the streets and you don't have to do it again. But obviously the goal, you want to keep learning so you could do it and do it down some bigger, whatever it is. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just like, you want to top each part. Um, that's just, I mean, that should be the, that should be the goal for everybody. Cause after a while, like it almost take the fun out of it. Cause it's, uh, uh, it came to a point where I felt like I was doing the same tricks. Like I felt like I wasn't progressing, but everybody felt like different. But to me, I was just like, yeah, I got to learn something new. Like I, like whether it's like, a new trick, but like I was a new trick down a set of stairs, but or or a tech manual trick. It's like, all right, well, you always do this, flip in, try to flip out. Um, so that was always when the goal to try to do some tech manuals and um okay. obviously add love skin stairs, add some jumping in there, but uh yeah. 
Sick, dude. Yeah. I, was, I was talking to Shane recently, and he was mentioning that you and Herm were some of the early guys that were repping uh, Shake Junt, like from the early on, like oh, yeah. all, all, yeah, like um, Shane's the homie. I just did a, yeah. a, a, a podcast with him like a couple weeks ago, but uh, talk right. about talk about that um, situation because it's like this a lot of the same crew, but it's its own thing, and like. Right. You guys are doing some really cool stuff with that and having premieres as as well and whatever. Yeah. Like how has Shane helped you with, you know, molding your career and, and been a part of your life? Yeah. Um, yeah. Shane John is like the same like family as Baker, um, same distribution, same at Baker boys. Mm. Um, obviously some dudes that's not on Baker. Well, plenty of dudes that's not on Baker's on Shake John. Um, it's a family thing. A lot of Florida dudes, Jamie Foy, Christian Henry, Okay. Um, the list goes on. Um, but Shane built that himself. Um, yeah. that's all him. It's like he knows what he likes and what's dope. And Wade Desarmo, that's one of my favorites. I got a lot oh. of favorite skateboards, but yeah, Wade, like him, he's like, should we put him on Spencer Hamilton? I'm like, hell yeah, you should. And boom, <laughs> you would do it out and show enough that it is there. They got their signature grip now. So he built a dope team. It's like very diverse. Um but yeah, Shane always been a big homie. Even today, every time we go out, I get so excited to see him because Beagle tell me who's coming. But recently, we was out like two weeks ago and he just showed up. I'm like, yo, that really made my day. And I always tell him because it's like he'll hype you up. So yeah, the energy could be a little off or something. Like, yo, right here, they like, let him know what it is. So like he gets you hype. He just always been a hype, man. Like even the Shake Jim videos and Baker videos, red on red gutter. <laughs> like we'll go to like We'll go to like uh, state parks and kids. That's the staple. Like Shane is just that dude. He's so funny. It's just like Baker three days. It was just so much hijinks in there. Even with Beagle that he is just remember that Antoine eat that shrimp. So it's just like Baker's just a staple. Same with Shake Jen. It's just like they all come from hijinks. So it's like a big family. But Shane always like pushed me. He's like, bro, you doing well. Like he always give me good advice. Like, yo. Like, you got to understand, you've been doing this for so long. Like, you came up in a different era than some of the dudes today. Then we got some dudes that came up around the same era. But it was like, yo, bro, like, you got to understand, like, Drew put you on for a reason and seen something in you. But you got to understand and give yourself credit. It was like, yo, you did the skate. And he always like, yo, like, give yourself some some credit sometimes. So sometimes I'll be hard on myself. It's like, nah, you got to cut that out because that's not what it is. So he always is like a big homie and a mentor. Um, hey, that's so very, important. Very. Some people don't have that. Right. And a lot of kids today get lost. They think it's just about um, certain things. Like you got to like know what's cool and what's not. Some some people don't know that. Right. You got to find that out on your own. It's either going to go good or it's going to go bad. So thank God I had Drew um, around and Eric Ellington. Child Eric, he the reason why I'm on Thunder Spitfire. Nice. And uh, Drew, got, Drew got me on America at the time and crew. Well, All Eric right. got me on Thunder Spitfire. Yeah, Drew helped me get on. No, Eric got me on crew. Um, But yeah, so it's just like, you you need a big homie. That's just with anything. Like, just to tell you when you slipping and before it gets worse, before it's too late. So you want your homie to be like, yo, you need to. Step it up or get it together because uh, you're going downhill or you're doing good. Good advice or bad advice. So you need a big homie. And Shane is one of them. Same with Beagle. Um, as a kid, 
we I'm like, it's this gap in Huntington Beach called the Talbert Gap. Um, Antoine Vero Hilden and Baker three, I did from Big Man. And that might have been the same day, I don't know. But I wanted yeah, and I think I switched back here to two, maybe. But anyway, I wanted to back <laughs> hill it. Beagle was like, yo, you should try switch back heels. Try some, try a switch. And I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. And it's like, yeah, you don't know till you try. It's like, we're not going to do no back heel. We're going to do switch today. And I always tell them today, like, that always guided me, like, with trick selections. Because also, a big, a big thing in skateboarding, too, you got to know how to put a line together. Right. You can, yeah, you got to know what trick to do first. And you could do a flat ground or no flat ground, depending on how space it out, space it is to the next ledge or set, set of stairs. But I always tell them, like, yo, you guided me and to put things together because you you gotta know what tricks go with what tricks. You can't do like two. Well, I mean, nowadays you could kind of do two. You could do a crook, flip in to a crook, and then you could do a crook flip out. Like, but it's like it's different variations. Variations different skating nowadays, but um, you almost like could do a five zero trick and then a heel flip trick into a grind or something. But now it's like different. But at the time, it's just like he uh, he always just told me how to put things together. And now it's like I learned, and he always told me like, "Yo, you paid attention as a kid." I'm like, "Yeah, thank you." I mean, I had no choice. So sick, yeah. I mean. Yeah. What's uh what's it like when you really start traveling? You're flying around, uh, you're going to Europe, you've been to probably Australia, you've probably been to a lot of That's places. Place I've never been. It's you crazy. Know? That never oh. been there, which is great. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. where where do you go where you're like maybe it's China or Barcelona where you're like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like this place yeah. rules, like marble oh, benches everywhere or whatever. Oh, crazy. Yeah. China's always been my favorite. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's always been my favorite. I love that place. It's like number one. I mean, I've never been to Japan, but China and, of course, Barcelona, for sure. It's like the best manga pass, but China's like marble ledges everywhere. Remember uh, um, the Nike video was in the Chronicles. It's two manga pass in a row, but like granite ground, like smooth ground. And it's like the best manga pass in the world. Still <laughs> today, it might still be there. I wouldn't think that it's not. It's And they got a... And you could like Joy Brzezinski skate it too, where you could go, it's a ledge on top where you could skate it to a manual or you could go across. Like, it's so many options. And it's just like China and Barcelona always been my favorite. Like, obviously, been to London. London got dope spots. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's China. China is China for me. Like, granite stairs, like smooth, like you, you fall, you slide, and you don't really got to worry about getting hurt. It's crazy. It's like, it just, China, yeah, it's like this perfect nine stair out there. Me and Shane O'Neill skated. Like, he, I think I did switch tray. He did like switch big heel and a couple of tries, and he went off. I think it was another filmer, and he went off and like filmed some other stuff. He just like Shane O'Neill, one of the best skateboarders in the world, just just nailing tricks, just going crazy out there, just back yeah. to back. But we spent some time together out there. Okay, um, but yeah, China for sure. Love All it. Right. Yeah. So, who are some of the guys that you've? uh really like traveling with like if if there if you had an option like i need this guy to come with me who who are we talking about oh yeah for sure like if we doing like a skateboard trip for sure my bro p rod okay louis louis lopez yep um who else for sure 
We could like filmer wise, we could use Chris Ray, we could do Jason Andes, of course, Beagle. But as far as skaters like Louie, of course, P Rod. Oh, I definitely man, we had a good time in Barcelona. Mikey Taylor, please. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, nice. love Mikey to be on the trip as well for sure. Nice. Um, who else? Yeah, man, Paul and Mikey for sure. Um, who else do we got? We uh it's always a good time with Shane. It's been way overdue when we share the parts together. It'd be nice to rekindle that. Um and like one of the close homies, Yurio, my boy Yurio, like it's always good to have a close homie that I grew up skiing with to come on a trip and experience some stuff. But mm. for sure, P Rod and Mikey Taylor. When we went to Barcelona, we had such a good time. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, still got the photos. It's amazing. And Probably my favorite, my favorite trip. And Nike knows how to travel too. They they put you in good seats and they they take yeah. care of you. <laughs> they do. I mean, early early stages. I think they cut down lately. They cut down the past three years. But I mean, we're going first class, like super uh -huh. crazy hotels. They ain't putting in you know rinky dink, but the uh -huh. first class they ain't really doing that. You're gonna uh -huh. just go business. We're just gonna get you there. You do what you do, but the hotel be cool, and we're gonna pay for everything else. Okay. You just gotta pay. So yeah, now they definitely look out for us for sure. Damn, I remember uh remember we went on that skate rock trip and you yeah. you showed up and you were there I think you were there like a day or two and then but you I think you did you lose your you lost your laptop or something, right? Yeah, I did. Exactly. Yep, I lost and that's so crazy because like Drew Drew was like, yo, you've been doing so well and he bought me a laptop. But then oh. I lost it. Can't even I didn't even use it. Brand new laptop. Whoever got it, they excited, <laughs> brand new. It Never was still used. on the plane. <laughs> on the plane. Oh, my oh. God. I was so hurt. He was like, oh, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. And huh. I kept calling. Like, when, when we were on the trip that day and when I got home, it was like, yeah, still no laptop. I'm like, yeah, I bet. <laughs> Nobody returning that. It's brand new. Brand yeah, new we, we, we went straight to those blocks in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the four block. Yeah. That was yep. a session, man. Andrew yep. going yep. for it. You coming off on the curve, like. Yep, exactly. Trying to backside flip and like almost falling off. And yeah. what Drew did that day down a four block? What did he do? I think he didn't do it, but I think he was, wasn't he trying cavalarial or something? That's what I think. Yeah, he was cabin. That's, I was going to say that. Yep. Yeah. And we had the three block skating that. Yep. That was a good squad we had. Dude. See, those, those were the days. That was insane. We had Herman, yep. we had Baca, yep. we had Ty Evans somehow yep. out there with the team. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we dragged Ty, we had a team. <laughs> Bro, we had a good squad. Like, man, yeah. that was amazing. That, yep, remember that like yesterday. So fun. Yep. Sure yeah. do. Okay. Where's yeah. what where's one of the weirdest places that, like you've gone and you're just like, what am I even doing here? Like, have you had to go to like some island or something for some weird signing or a demo or anything where you're just like, whoa, this place is bizarre? You know what? I mean, it's a random place. I was like, why are we here? It was Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> that one just didn't, I just didn't get it. I was like, what are we doing here? Like, there's nothing here. Like, all the tourists, like, yeah, we got all these dope spots and we get here. It's like, what are we doing? Like, I need some answers. Who picked, who picked Iowa? I, yeah, my homie, uh, child, my boy, Sluta Chris, Colin Slu, he in the Shake Jump video. Shake uh -huh. We shared a part. He's from Iowa. But that one's a random place. But shot, they got, they got some dope skaters from there. Like, um, Who's you know who's from there? Iowa. Um, they used to ride for Flip and Etnies back in the day. Like, 
Um, ah, such amazing was don't flip goofy foot. Um, ah, super amazing. Uh, man, it was on Etnies and for Etnies. I think Mike V lives there now. Oh, Mike V is he? Oh, he lives out there. I think so. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. I think who, Nate who, who, I think Nate Sherwood's from there. Yeah, yeah. Nate Sherwood's yeah, definitely. Nate Sherwood, yeah, yeah, he's out there. But yeah. I don't know who from Flip is there. Yeah, I forgot his name, but yeah, he's like when he came out on a flip video, like he was everything. Like he was just that that kid. I can't remember who it is. Uh okay. man. Eric Fletcher. Oh, really? For him? Yeah. Yep, Eric Fletcher. Yep. Cause the homeless, I'm like, who's from Iowa? So uh-huh. concerned. He was like Eric Fletcher. I was like, okay, y'all got a good one. But it's like, what, <laughs> like, what are we doing here, though? <laughs> we need answers. That's where they well, make all the cereal. They have like, a, um, I heard, I think uh, there's like on Wednesday, it's like uh, Crunchberry Day where the whole city smells like the fucking cereal that they're making. Yeah, Captain Crunch and shit. Well, I, I like Captain Crunch, so I'm going to have to pull back up. <laughs> I'm fucking with Iowa if it's Captain Crunch. If it's more like Captain Crunch, the mother, that's you out there trying to skate and fuck yeah. you up and be hungry. Like, damn, it's just smell like Captain Crunch. You're trying to go pick up some milk. You're like, oh, quick. <laughs> right on the section. Delivery ASAP. I don't even think we had DoorDash. No, we have DoorDash. None of that shit at the time. So you can't, you have to go to, somebody had to go to a store run to get some water. <laughs> yeah, bring me some milk. <laughs> we had no delivery at, at that time. Now it's, it's different. It's a new generation. Can you talk a little bit about like what your careers meant to your mom and your family and stuff? Like seeing you do what you're doing and just like, man, <laughs> it's got to be so like huge and inspirational for like your neighborhood coming out of there with Louie. And I didn't yeah. know Antoine's from that neighborhood too. Carson. Okay. But it's like, yeah, well, where I'm at now, I'm in Long Beach. So he pretty much like, I'm like 15 minutes from where he grew up skating. But I mean, I mean, just being real, like an 11 year old kid, he can go a lot of different directions and you, and you didn't go some of these directions that some people fall into those traps and, and right. you're, and you're doing it. And like, I don't know. That's such a positive thing for the kids growing up to see what you came from and what you're doing, right? No, for sure. Because it's like, um, how can I put it? Um, so, like, yeah, obviously, being on Baker, we had a Baker house in Hollywood. Mom seen Baker three. She's like, "Yo," she will always call me every time. I because I was still I was in doing middle school. I mean, homeschool at the time, and it was like. I'm watching skate videos, everybody up, having a good time. So it's like hard to do homework. And I'm like, damn, I got to go to school in three more days and turn this in. So I need to get something done. Can't just be chilling with the homies. So yeah, like mom's seen a video, everybody like drinking, partying. She's always like calling me like, are you doing drugs? And I'm like, yo, like what? Like I get it. Like from a mom, like to seeing something like that, like my son's getting hooked up. Mm-hmm. She was always supportive, gave me a hundred dollars a month. I buy like some name brand. She was like DC's was always on sale at my boy's shop and then i'll buy some unnamed brand shoes too just to stretch it and some shop decks and my boy gaden not to go off subject he was real close with like the almost dudes when he'll come to the dirty and hearthorn like yo show me a new trick you learned and boom he'll give me an almost board like every time he'll come i need mm-hmm. to show him a new trick when he pull up i'm like all right i got some for him i needed to get this new deck yeah. my deck was kind of like burnt out so he <laughs> i was telling bro like he was a big part of my career too like helping me like learning a new trick and give me a new board to learn more tricks. But, but yeah, like 
um, it was so easy that I could have went down that road just seeing it right in front of me at the like at the bakehouse. I was like introduced to a lot of things that I've seen at a young age, but it was just like, nah, that ain't for me. And they, mm-hmm. it's my brother. That's for them, and it's all love. And they they never try to offer it to me. I'm like the young kid, so it right. meant a lot. They just wanted to see me skate and stuff. So um, I forgot where it was. It's like a skateboard premiere. And I got a drink, and everybody tripped out. It was like, I know that ain't alcohol, because I ain't used to do anything. I was known the kid to just not do nothing. Yeah. And I was like that for years, because I never had done nothing. And I got one drink. Everybody felt like the world was about to end. <laughs> And I'm like, yo, bro, y'all got to chill. I'm 21 <laughs> now, but I think I, I could have been drinking still early on, but like I'm 21 now or 22 and I had a first drink at a premiere. Can't remember what premiere, maybe it was a bacon or somewhere and everybody was tripping. I was like, no, no. I was like, yo. <laughs> so ever since then, yeah, I had a couple of drinks, but I always played it cool. I won't ever get drunk in public, but I knew I had kids that looked up to me and when moms would come to sign his autographs, I'm like, yo, my kid looks up to you like you that clean kid. And it's like, yeah, I appreciate it. And now I'm a little older, yeah, I have a couple of drinks. But um, but yeah, I'm always like uh sure of what I'm doing. Like I, I won't ever like overdo it, no way. So mm-hmm. it's like I don't know who knows me out there. Can't be sloppy and gotta stay focused, gotta skate, can't be out here wild and gaining weight. Um, it's a lot comes with, with drinking. Um, just gotta yeah. like do it and yeah, do it in the right, uh, moments in time, like a celebration for a reason. You get a trick in the street, maybe come on, go to a bar, get your little wine or tequila or beer, whatever it may be. But, uh, but yeah, man. Sick, dude. Yeah. Uh, what about cars? You got, you're pretty into cars, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not a car guy, but I mean, I think we all know what we like, but as you got older, like, I mean, Yeah. You could say something. You could say that um, to jump into it. I it's so crazy because my business manager, like, I didn't even have a license, and I'm like, "Yo, I want to get this car." He's like, "Why would you do that? And you don't have a license." <laughs> it's like that's backwards. <laughs> I was like, "But I want it." He's like, "Well, it's your money. Like, I'm not gonna let you do nothing that's dumb." But it's like eventually you have to get a license, and I was like, "All right." So, kid, you not first car was a Porsche Cayenne, the truck, and. Damn. I could, yeah, and I couldn't drive, so the homie drove it out the lot because I was like, yo, bro, you know I can't drive. You got to drive it. And the dude at the dealership was looking at me crazy. It's like, well, why isn't he driving this new car off? And I, I, he looking at me like weird. I'm like, damn, only if he didn't know I don't know how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> so it was embarrassing. So the homie drew, drew, uh, drove it off the lot, and then it was parked in the driveway for so long when I lived in uh, Gardena. I'll just look at it every day like, dang, I'll go in the car just to play music and sit in it. And it's like, yo, one never started because I didn't know how to drive. So it was one time, yeah, they wanted me to go to the uh, to go to Popeye's 10 minutes from the house to go get some chicken. And the car came with rams on it. And I remember it was just so narrow. I was like, dang, I should have just I should have just parked and went in and got it. But I wanted to just drive, drive through and just get it and go. Scrape the whole ram. So pull up, get chicken. I'm like, damn, can't wait to get back to see how this looks. So that was the test for, for me to uh go there. You st- oh yeah, there we go. Um, go there and get the chicken. And I came back. I'm like, yo, whole ram was like scraped. I was hurt. So they was like, yo, we need to get you on the computer so you could uh sign up and go get this test. Don't um do this uh driver's test. So I think it took me like 
I think it took me, yeah, two times to pass the written because you get three times. So that first time, they was like, yo, you know, you could go back in and take it. I'm like, really? They was like, yeah. Because <laughs> I only missed like three. And uh-huh. those, they were confusing. I knew all the rest of them because I was studying. But those three, I was like, dang, I might get these wrong because I don't know these. So and those are the ones I did get wrong. So I went in. And took a time, took time, and I passed. Driving, it took me three times because they wanted me to parallel park. And I wasn't good with parallel parking. It was like, oh, park between these two cars. I was like, damn, I don't know how this going to go. That's a hard <laughs> one when you're young. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yo, you got to get close to the, the, the front car and back it in the swerve. It's crazy. Um, but now I can parallel park. But um, so I, I signed up for like um, driver school, but it's so crazy. They gave me the car. With the uh student driver thing on the top, and I'm like, bruh, <laughs> y'all could have gave me a regular car that don't got that. <laughs> so it's so crazy. I'm driving, and I'm in my area in Inglewood because I took it in um in Inglewood. Came across a homie <laughs> at the light, and he's laughing. He's like, bro, you don't know how to drive. I'm so embarrassed. And I have more tested, more drivers. I said, no, nah, I can't go. <laughs> the homie seen me in traffic. It was a wrap. Can't do it. So I, I took it and I did it in Long Beach. The homie <laughs> clowned me. It had student driving. I was the windows ain't in it. So the homie's like, bro, you don't, he DM is like, bro, you don't, you don't know how to drive. He was laughing. It was embarrassing. I felt like I'm from there. So I felt like I run into more people. So I was embarrassed. So I, I was like, nah, I ain't, I ain't doing that shit. I canceled that class and did it in Long Beach where I, nobody would know me. <laughs> oh man, that's <laughs> hilarious. Bro. And it was, hey. way, it's easy in Long Beach. Hey, but a few years later, you're pulling up next to him with the Porsche. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, right. who's laughing now? <laughs> yeah, hey, no laughing now. You see how your boy coming, man? Your boy came from the Porsche. Then, yeah. I then it's like, all right, a little older, like time go by. I always live with my sister, so I was like, dang, I want to move out one day. I always would say that. And she's like, no, you're not. You're not gonna move out. But it's kind of hard to live on your own after mm. being with your family so long because you become a grown grown up and then. You in a spot by yourself. You don't, I ain't have a girl at the time. So then, so then that, yeah. And it just like, it was different. But then went from that, it was just like, dang, I right, got a Bentley. So I, I, at the time, I don't regret. I should have like, stay like, this man's like, oh, you should get a Mercedes or something. Something like that's a little bit more easy to fix. Uh-huh. Which was like problems, obviously. Um, when it came to get fixed, you want like, uh, you want to do the maintenance in time. Those pockets was talking big maintenance. Yeah. You got to like figure it out, man. Then the Bentley was like a whole different thing. So, um, and I went through three of those. I like not at a time, obviously, but I had like two, two doors and one four door, the four door and the two doors was fun. They were all fast with the two doors, obviously the sports car. But I remember we had an autograph signing when you're driving it, this, this, uh, the shocks went out. So I pulled up. I forgot who it was. I, yeah, it was Flynn. Ryan Flynn. Shout out Flynn. He was like, yo, your shit got hydraulics. Because when, <laughs> when I turned it off, it would be like this. It will be upside down. Like the <laughs> the the, the, uh, the front would be like down, down there, down there, about to touch the ground. They're like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you got a, a, a hood-ass Bentley. I was like, yo. It looked crazy. I was like, yo, bro, you got Bentley. That should look hood and ratchet. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got to get it fixed, man. Y'all got me. Yeah. And then now we got the R8. So that's where the you're R8. driving now. Yeah. So we got that thing. Um, just a Bentley after trying it so many times. Good car, of course. But it's like, dang, I want to try something different. So I'm fine with this. 
What's your favorite car you've had? Um, favorite car I had, I would say the R8. Like I like that more. And yeah. Probably, thank God I was able to pay it off. So I'm just gonna stick with that. And I just got me a little Honda, a little skateboard whip. Because uh, sometimes yeah. to go with Beagle, I would just if he don't pick me up close to them, we skate out my area. If I had to go out his area, then I'll just drive the R8. But it's kind of sketchy pulling up to schoolyard. I'm like, damn. My shit can end up on bricks. <laughs> Thank God that never happened. But people are always looking. We'll skate in the hood. I'm like, yeah. don't know the direction. I'm like, damn, Beaks. If I knew where I was going, cars are looking. Like, people in their cars are like, yo, who car is that in our hood? So mm. it was sketchy, but I had to go do what I had to do. I know skating is number one priority, so I made it happen. But I just got a little skate whip not too long ago and got to do a couple of maintenance. But we heavy in the streets this year. Um but yeah, the R8, I mean, my my favorite car, like, I, when Drew asked me back in the day, early Baker days, he was like, I thought he was going to give me a car. He was like, what's your dream car? And I, I was like a Cadillac CTS. Those are still fly. Um, they casual. I was like, okay. And I'm like, dang, maybe the boss can buy me a whip. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I never got what I was like, dang, that would have been tight. But I, yeah, I thought for sure he was going to get me one because he asked. But then, uh, like my favorite car, I'm a big Rolls Royce fan. Okay. But I like those McLarens. Those are dope. Oh, okay. Those are fire. That's like, if I was able to get that today, I would get one. But it's not about cars. But that was like, it's it all worked in from the from the Porsche to the the Bentley to the R8. Now, maybe one day. One day. Maybe one day. That'll be nice. Me and my wife went to Calistoga just to relax and we went, yeah. we treated ourselves a little nicer, you know, and we yeah. stayed at this nice place and we right. pull in and mm -hmm. it's the whole parking lot is McLaren. Oh yeah. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah. They rented out part of the place and they were doing their presentation. So there was like 30 cars, all the sickest McLarens. I was like, oh. Holy, you know, Different we're like, yeah, like the F, uh, like the F one. I think the F one driver, uh, maybe Lando or one of those guys, was gonna meet yeah. them somewhere, and they were gonna, you know, show off some of this to some of the higher end people or whatever. Yeah, that but, was working at the hotel. Those Damn. cars are insane. They nice. The whole shape of it just looks sexy. Yeah. Like I'm, like some people know about cars. I don't know about cars. I just like the way they look. Some people are like, oh, this and that. Uh -huh. So when I go to mechanics, they be trying to get me. I have to call the <laughs> homie like, yo, like they said this is wrong. They was like, nah, because I have a car guy, my brother, like not real brother, but like family, he'll like the he'll get the, the car a little cheaper than what it is. Yeah. And like, all right, that's what we're doing. Or I got a mechanic go here because they're like, oh, my little bro coming. They're going to make sure I'm taken care of because they're like, oh, young dude, even go to car wash. They're like, yo, you want this? I'm like, nah. I just need a base. They give me the highest one on the list. I'm like, no, bro, I don't need all that. I just need... Tires and rims cleaned and a vacuum. They try to give you the highest one on the list. It's like, nope. Uh, so it just sucks. Like, I mean, everybody is, I mean, we live in a world people try to get you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like you got to know what you're doing. So I took some time to learn a little something. So I know better to not just spend money on just anything. What, uh, do you got like a good story from like, uh, I don't know, five five star partying with Lil Wayne or somebody where you're just like in some crazy place with like the rap crew or like, I don't know, you see some uh, actors or something or Nike took you somewhere where you're like maybe with basketball players or or like what's something where you've just been like, God damn, I'm sitting with LeBron, you know, or like. Right. You know what? I mean, I'll say one thing. 
And I'm a jumble to that. Well, shout out my boy Gian. He used to work for Nike, but like not SB, like probably just like regular Nike. Mm. And uh okay. Oh yeah, we got enough battery. Yeah. And I took a homie to a Laker game and they was like, yo, I got one ticket courtside. I'm like, damn, I'll never think I'll take court. So I'm not gonna pay for that. It's expensive. Ah. For like 10 grand and up. And I he was like, Well, that's your partner, Theo. I'm like, you gonna be good right here? He's like, Yeah, go experience that. I was like, all right, bro, you're gonna be good. He's like, Yeah, boom. Courtside, Denzel Washington, right next to me, talking to the homie. And I pulled out my phone like to the get up. He was like, nah, enjoy the moment. And I was like, all right, all right, all right. But it was just dope because that's like one of my favorite actors. Actually. I don't watch movies too much, but every movie he's been in is just he the man. So yeah, he's, he's like, he's like, yeah. yeah, he's the man. So, but that was that. But then what's the one guy? He like older cat. Um, he's a stylist, I think. He's at every Laker game, courtside, like every game. But he has uh, Jack Nicholson. No, not him. It's like he always wear a hat, like a cowboy hat. With oh a suit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, I know that. Yeah, yeah. Every game, even I watch on TV, he's right there in the cut. Like, and I'll go to the games, a lot of Laker games, um, because like one of the co-owners is a good friend of mine, so he'll hook it up sometimes. But he at every game. Um, he just and I remember Nike rented it out. I think it was for an NBA collab because it was me, Costin, Stefan, and Malto. So I remember I got the photo on the ground. We all had jerseys. I had Lakers. So I'm from L.A. And everybody had a, a team from where they was from. Right. Also at Kansas City. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe Bebo was there hanging with us too, I think, probably. But it's just like amazing house where he ran out to – all the big companies and just every celebrity was in there because everybody know who he is. So they're just like, damn, they're just walking by you, grabbing a drink. It was crazy. Yeah. So that was the that was a dope Nike party. Um that I would never forget. That's probably one of my favorite ones. Um but also they did a Nike uh thing while back where they had like Fabulous perform. And then that was in New York and that was dope. I forgot what that was about. But huh. I'm a big Fabulous fan. I'm like, dang, y'all like Y'all got Fab to come out. All right, now we're talking. Y'all do these parties correct. We're in the right spot. And yeah. then with Lil Wayne, that's my brother. I was texting him like a couple of days ago. Well, I was actually talking to him yesterday, just through text. Huh. But um, just to see if we could get some going this year, like like with some skateboard and just like switch it up, do something different. Me and him, um, he want to talk. It's more of an in-person thing than just over text. But uh, yeah, we brought New Year's in together. That was dope. P-Rod showed up. Shout out Yo-Yo came through. Spanish yeah. Mike. Yeah, he ran out some mansion like Beverly Hills or Hollywood. And um, mm. yeah, it was nice. Nice women, of course. And uh, <laughs> of course, a bunch of tequila. Um, Paul showed up. Everybody was a little tipsy. It was a good time. It was dope to see Paul there and some of his artists. And yeah, just been around like, um, yeah, like a bunch of places like, like Wayne. He was like, when we was in, I flew, I'll pay for myself. We went to New Orleans when we had the Louisiana Festival. It was like, oh. Well, we won't say that, but, well, we can say that one, but it was, uh, it was Drake versus Wayne. That's what it was called. So they both, Drake and Wayne, is two big artists. And obviously, Wayne discovered Drake and Nicki Minaj. So those are his artists, even as big as they are. But he gave them a career. Oh. But, so they wouldn't be where they at if we weren't for the GOAT. But. <laughs> 
Yeah, so they going at it. They all they both got hits. It was like Wayne, like, oh yeah, that's all you got. And then Drake could play a hit, and everybody like, damn. They go back and back because they just got hit after hit. Oh and wow. After, yeah. So seeing that, and they're just amazing. And just after, like it's an after party. We at the club, club live. Like I'm at Wayne's table right next to us is Drake. I'm like, damn, Drake right here. And Drake just chill. He's just mellow. And then Wayne with all the homies, and you know how I go. Girls are just like, pick me. Pick me. They want to come up to the table. So the homies, they go grab them and they, <laughs> they take them back and they do what they do. And I'm I'm on a trip with the homie Uriel. We both both flew out there together. So we go our separate ways. I'm like, all right, brothers, good to see y'all. And we go back to the hotel. We really came for that day and we flew back out. Uh-huh. And yeah, so it's just been a, a lot of good times. Like, And then we went to China for the Chinese Festival of Sports. It was like Paul George built a relationship with him, Rudy Gay, good homie. Both of them. Um, wow. And uh, Amar Stoudemire was cool. Talked to him a little bit. Damn. And LeBron was there. But LeBron was like with his agent, his top dog. He said what's up to us, but he was on his own mission. But everybody else hung out with us, and we built a relationship with them. And I'm still cool Paul, George, Rudy Gay. Um, we follow each other. And that's sick, dude. Yeah. So that's dope. And then, yeah, we're just all out there. Like, they call us all on stage. And China's big. They love big on sports. And of course, they call the basketball dudes out, and it, it was just amazing. It was me, P. Ross, Stefan, me, P. Ross, Stefan, and Carson, I believe. And, and no. Omar Salazar might have been there, too, if I'm not mistaken. And and call LeBron, they go crazy. It was just dope to be in the room with all of them, like, and Hunter was there. It was nice. I think maybe Scuba was there, probably, um, mm-hmm. if he was still at Nike at the time. If he, Yeah, but it was dope. So it was some good memories, for sure. Um, trying to see what some like I tripped off of. Like, damn. Have you ever is... met Michael Jordan? No, that would be crazy. That that <laughs> I don't I don't get starstruck. I I think like the people that like mess with me, like the Lil Wayne's, the Snoop Dogs, like these are all homies that I could call. And but it's just like, and it means a lot that they like mess with me. It's dope. But like people, of course, from the outside looking in, people like homies, like yo. You was just for Snoop Dogg. Like, how is that? I'm like, shit, it's Snoop Dogg. I don't know. He's cool. Yeah. But people dream and live for that. Like, I mean, that's a moment. Like, I mean, Beagle go one day to smoke a joint with Snoop Dogg. I want to make that happen. But I haven't seen Bro in a while. He, his compound's in Ingwood, but I'll run into him eventually. But that would be dope for Beagle to smoke a joint with Snoop. But uh, yeah. Um, Michael Jordan to do it. That would do it. That would definitely do it. I would, <laughs> yeah. that, would, that would do it a thousand percent. I like, yeah. I don't like know a couple people. That, like throughout skating, being on Nike, definitely opened the doors for certain things. But yeah, right. Michael Jordan. I mean, you caught it. That would be the one. That's the one for sure. Yeah, that would yeah. be the one. Yeah. I just saw that movie. Kobe, Kobe would have been nice. Oh yeah, for sure. Him, him and Kobe would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I know Paul and Costin got to meet him. That would have been nice. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I would have. That's one dude I wish I could have because I'm a big Laker fan. I would have did it. Kobe would have did it. Okay. Yeah. Well, who who you got your eyes on in 2023? Like, who are some of these kids? There's so many goddamn good skateboarders nowadays. It's hard to yeah, figure yeah. out who, like, your favorite is and whatnot. Like, who have you seen that's kind of given you, like, a little flavor that's a little different from all everybody else? Maybe you're hyped on, you know, uh, somebody's part that you just saw or just seen them skating in the streets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of deeds. Ah, uh, thick. Yeah. Just creative love watching them. Any part I'm quick to watch it. 
Shout out Dylan Jayup. Mm-hmm. That's on Primitive now. Good pickup. Okay. Um, let me see if I got one more. D's Dylan Jayup for sure. Um, who else? Like, I know it's somebody else for sure. Hold on. And that's like new. Yeah, they pretty new. Yeah, Dylan and I mean somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, they still new. Um, who else? It got to be one more. Um, who else? Who else? Then I'm like, damn. Okay, like, you know, um, Ronnie Kessner. Oh. Yep. Okay. Yep. Like Ronnie a lot. Okay, sick. And I, I got one more. My boy Gage Boyle. Oh yeah, Gage. Yep. Gage is tight. He's super tight. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then I will end with this one. What's one of your favorite experiences you've had in San Francisco? Because that's the city I live in. Yeah. Um. You been here much? Not. You know what? Have we? Was he there? No. Yeah, I have. Yep. But it's been a while. Okay. It has been a minute. So I'm way overdue for SF trip. Definitely want to come out there because so many spots. Have you ever it's, come up to it like a skater of the year party or anything? No. Oh, okay. Nope. Haven't been. Nope. Just look at it from home. It looks epic. No, yeah. I have hopefully if y'all do one for sure, I'll be there. I get because also it's like, damn, I like I'm always skating, but it's like and now in this generation today, Smitty, it's like if you're not really in the mix, like you could always post and be skating, but it's like I always was out at all the like premieres and all that. Like I like I still go to some of that, but it's like you almost kind of grow out of it in a way. It's like like I'm always on skateboard. Like I'm skateboard's number one, but it's like I don't know. It's just like we we in like a different era now, and times are different. So it's like I'm a little older different. now. So I, yeah, so I look at it like I'll just catch it at the house. Like or if it's like dang big primitive premiere or something of course like baker shakedown or something like oh my god i gotta make it to this but i used to be at everything so it also almost backlash is like it's like almost people forget about you right if you are at these things 24 7 like tampa am tampa pro so i'm way overdue for that well obviously Mm -hmm. tampa pro um skate this contest every now and then because i'm i'm like more like like to be in the streets but I'm not really a contest skater. Same with Drew. He just, remember, he tried street league. He was like, I just did it just to do it. Get yeah. my money and leave. I was like, I don't blame him. So he's <laughs> like, I got 5K to show up. I'm out. So that was a good start. I thought that was funny. Yeah. But, but no, Tampa Pro is always fun. That's like my favorite contest if I had to skate one. I remember Nike wanted me to skate street league. I was like, uh, now it's different. Like, you got to enter all these contests to make it in there. At the right. time, they started it, but they still do. But they were like, overall, the face. And they was like, oh, you should be in it. Like, and I think that kind of like backlash on me, like as far as the long term, because it's like they really wanted me to skate that. And it's like, and it's like, it's like almost just show face. It's like, of course, I'm going to try to do my best. Of course, I'm not just going to go out there and just lollygag. Definitely want to land some stuff. But um, it's just different. Like, yeah, it's different times of skating now. It's like, I mean, now you can model um, good money out there because some some skate brands ain't paying really. So now right. it's acceptable because back then you modeling you'll get like everybody's on your head like you can't get away with that <laughs> so you see like Lil Dre doing it he's yeah, killing he's it he's killing it oh yeah I'm sure you got a dope agent of shots doing it well um Marcos Montoya I see a lot of dudes are doing it I remember seeing it was sick seeing Rune Glitchberg with an LV 
all the way whole like switch to i'm like damn that's fire yeah but it looks so good on them but it's just like it's sick that you can see people's in that type of stuff and shout out virgil for opening the door for skateboarders and putting them in their first fashion show again giving lucian clark his first louis vuitton deal because louis vuitton don't gotta sign anybody they make yeah. money and they sleep so that was dope and yeah virgil opened the door for that off-white and signed skaters to that and it's just amazing to see um but yeah just a different time that we live in i mean mm-hmm. i miss the old era it's just like you got the game and the tiktok and a lot of money goes to them yeah, right. And it's crazy because we out here jumping downstairs, but they making money out playing these video games. No, no shade to that, but it's it definitely tell you it's a different time. That, and it's yeah. not all about just skating nowadays. And it's like it's different. If you know what I mean. For sure. Yeah. yeah. But I mean to each their own too. I mean, somebody what? told me that recently he was like everything gets whack or changes or these different things but what you find in it is still mm-hmm. skateboarding so skateboarding's always skateboarding's not the problem it's the people or the other ways that infiltrate right. it but yeah. skateboarding's always going to be what you want skateboarding to be facts it starts with you exactly yeah. so you do what you want to do but also yeah. like yes generation so you got to adapt somewhat True. But yeah. You're not gonna I'm not gonna do nothing corny or something just because it's a lot of money on the table. I'd rather pass because right. it don't fit me. I'm not just gonna take dollars and if you want me to wear something that I don't feel comfortable in and might be like, oh, got forty grand with we'll five to London and but I'm like, ah, I don't that don't see me wearing that shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that shit to somebody else. I've got to pass on that one. Hard yeah, pass. Check sound good though, but nah, I can't take it. Well give I'll be me one out my character. <laughs> Give me a few songs uh, off your playlist. Something that's fire right now for you. I always appreciate your music. There oh, was yeah. a, there was this thing. I think it was Instagram early days, and uh-huh. you were you were dude. I watched this on loop. I don't think yeah. I ever told you this, but you're uh-huh. driving in your car, and it was to that those that I'm on tight, hospital homies, and we do it every night. You uh-huh. ain't got the right. You know oh, that yeah. one. Oh yeah. Ray Sherman, uh, yeah, so tight, yeah, yeah. that's the hit. Oh, yeah, that, you, that's you put that song into my head, and uh-huh. I loved like you were doing this and everything. Oh, yeah, and uh-huh. I and I, dude, all of a sudden that shit was in my playlist forever. Oh, just rock, I love it. I'm glad, I'm glad I was able to do that. Yeah. I love you, big bro. That's a good one, okay. What's anything, yeah. anything new you're listening to that I should know about? Let me see, yeah. yes, sir. Well, YG Toxic. It's called Toxic. That's one of my favorite songs right now. Every time I go out, I got to play that one. Like okay. my homie, he knows when I'm there. He's like, bro, I know what you want to play before we close. Okay. Yeah. Lil Dirk featuring J. Cole. It's called All My Life. Okay. Um, Let me see. What else I got? Um, Eric Bellinger. It's called Curious. Featuring Fabulous. That's a new one. Um, my brother, uh, my brother, uh, OGZ Geek Elite featuring Bia. Okay, sick dude. Um, oh, Tyler Crater, shout out my bro, Dog Dog Tooth, Dog Tooth. Okay, I haven't heard that one. Oh, that it's amazing. Like- that's yeah, definitely check that one out. I, I think you're gonna like that one. He came, he came crazy. 
Those guys came crazy at the Thrasher death match in Austin, Texas. Uh-huh. Stage dives off the roof. Like it was ben- it was the craziest shit I've ever seen. Like all of a sudden out of nowhere. Like I'd heard this is like before they or as they were blowing up, like a while ago, right? And I'm uh-huh. just like, oh, you you heard like odd future this, odd, you know, Tyler this, like da-da-da. And then yeah. all of a sudden. Dude, people knocked down the fences around the oh, barrier, charging just, in there, and uh-huh. it was just on. Like, like, uh, that was a sick one. Yeah, Tyler, man, he got that juice. He 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 um he's from uh spent grew up at the dirty too. Child oh, really? Tyler. Spent some time together. Yep. Shout out Tyler. Yeah. Okay. He used to skate, be up there clowning and making jokes. Um Yeah. Um, what else? Kaylin for real, for real. It's called Right With Ya. Um, Blast. It's called chosen um yeah that's what i in tiger and chris brown it's called uh um nasty and i could go on but that's a few that's a good that's a good i don't want you to give up all your gems because somebody's yeah. all of a sudden gonna come out with the video part you're gonna be like damn i was gonna yeah. use that shit <laughs> yeah the homies I, yeah yeah let me see yeah I'm sure mm, probably the ones I name. I don't know if they'll use them for a video part, probably, but <laughs> but I got some that they would use for a video part. But yeah, that was just something I've been uh, listening to on repeat for sure. And uh, yeah, okay. And Chris well, Brown, one more shout out my bro CB um, featuring Jack Harlow. Okay. Yeah, Chris Brown featuring Jack Harlow. Uh, damn, I'm drawing a blank. Um, Chris Brown featuring Jack Harlow is that. Uh, Damn, I can't think of it right now, but it'll pop up when you see it. Well, I'm going to make a Talking Schmidt, Theotis Beasley playlist on Spotify. So you guys can go to the Talking Schmidt Spotify and then see Theotis Beasley under there and all his songs will be out of there. And you could just crank it like you're yeah, dr- yeah. driving a Bentley. Like, <laughs> come on, Yeah, drive a Bentley and, and listen to some jams. Like, come on, wherever you may be going. It'll get you there a little faster. When you That's jam what we need, right? Like music yeah, solves you. everything. You everything. get the good music and everything gets washed away. And it's just like, fuck, yeah, let's yep. go. Yep. Music is a big role of our life. Like I I like, yeah, I like the turn up music, but kind of when it's getting late, I listen more turned up during the daytime. Yep. But once it gets more night, I'm like more R&B. Okay. When I'm riding, going home, I'm R&B. Yeah. I don't really want to hear like, oh, that nigga turned down. I don't yeah, you got to you got to wind down for the. Yep. For, yep. I see it. Yep. Yeah. I'm on the at night for sure. <laughs> I'm on the at night on my way home. Always, it's just I got it. Just nice and relaxed. I'm about to go to bed. I'm on my way home to go it's, to sleep. Right. Can't be turned up. Yeah. So yep. Well, dude, I appreciate you so much, and you're looking good, you man. Too. It's good to Thank see you. you. Fuck yeah. Thank you, man. It's, it's been way too. It's been way too long. Hmm. It's been so, way too long. I hope to see you soon, dude. It's been so long. Yeah. What's coming up? Are you in LA anytime soon? Or probably I not? wanna be. No, uh, I wanna be. That's that's the goal. Maybe in uh end of July or something. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm hopefully uh, I'm around. I'll definitely come yeah, see you. Yeah, yeah, but I'm trying to meet up with Nuge and some of the homies, so I'll definitely okay. hit you up. Yeah. Please grab a yeah. grab a bite, a drink or something. Let's do it. Yeah, okay, man. Yeah. That well, sounds great. Thanks for taking the time with me and good talking to you. I'll hit you up when uh, I'm about to put this up and let you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm reposting all that. Anything you need, anything you need, you know, I'm there. Ah, uh, thank you so you much, man. Your little bro. I yep, appreciate you. All right. Vice versa. Cheers, Love you, man. Bro. Take yeah. care of yourself. Yep. You too. Talking okay. Smith. It's lit. Young money. Ah.